Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Educating Josh in which the three of us, Hannah Witten, Leah Hatzakis and I, Lucy Bella Earl, bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at educating Josh. Make sure you stick around to the end for a quick fire question round, which includes some of your questions from social media. Don't forget to go follow us at Educating Josh on all the socials, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. So guys, how are you feeling? Welcome to the podcast. Feeling really nervous. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm like, can it be educating Hannah? I don't know anything. Yeah, educating Josh, Hannah and Leah. <laughs> thanks, Lucy. Oh, and Lucy. Lucy knows educating. No, thanks am, for having uh, us. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm slightly terrified. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think Why we need... are you terrified? Well, I'm the odd one out now. Oh. I'm the minority. This is the first time I've been a minority in my life. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> well that's what it feels like. Huh? Yeah. Should we do a quick introduction? Yeah. Leah, I know this is horrible ask, being asked to introduce yourself, but please. Um, so my name's Leah. I am one half of a YouTube channel, Joel and Leah, and I'm also a actor and comedian. Woo! Woo! Yay! Tell a joke. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> that like the worst thing God people say to you. God is a joke. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Good one. <laughs> Um, I'm Hannah, I'm a YouTuber and author. I talk about sex and relationships on the internet. Love, and cool. how does the internet respond to you talking about sex and relationships? Um, mostly positively. Okay, that's good. And then occasionally not. Yes, well, <laughs> it is the internet. I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> All right, so let's have a look at the poll results from last week. You guys were voting on Twitter. Leah, do you want to do Luke's poll? Yes, so first one, does Kylie Jenner deserve the title of self-made? 82% of people said no. What wow. do we think? I'm shocked at that. That's that's pretty de- decisive. I, I was think not expecting that. The internet has spoken there. Um, I don't agree, but, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, Me neither. <laughs> second time today I'm in the minority. I so, don't know enough about the Kardashians to comment. Oh, uh, <laughs> really? Probably a good thing. Um, Georgia from Twitter says, My issue is that labelling Kylie Jenner as self-made infers that in order to define yourself as such, you should already be privileged. A self-made cover girl should be somebody who has built herself from literally nothing up to the top, not someone who had a big head start. But I don't think she had the biggest head start. Yeah, and I also don't know why Georgia is allowed to define all these things. Georgia's <laughs> she's, leave Georgia she's, alone. She's telling us what a self-made, what self-made infers. So I don't know. I don't know if I agree. <laughs> so Hannah, basically, she's got a famous family. Yeah. So, so is she? She's also established her own brand. Doesn't she do makeup? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yes. what else? She does it very well. She does it very well. And she was the one who inge- like invented the lip. Does she invent her own lip challenge? 
<laughs> yes, she I don't did. think she meant for that and to she, happen. I think she, she caused a bit of damage with that as Wait, well. Yeah. But her company is worth eight hundred million pounds. Yes. So. and she owns a hundred percent of it. Wow. She wouldn't have had that audience there and that consumer base if it wasn't for her for family. Yeah, but she did start it herself and she took advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, my story last week. Sorry. No, <laughs> I just have a lot of thoughts Shut on up. that. That's fine. Um... I asked the audience last week, should the death penalty exist? It's quite different from the Kardashians, isn't it? It's a bit of a heavier story, isn't it? (laughs) And I was equally shocked at this one. 60% of people said no. I expected it to be more. More than 60%? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I was quite surprised that 35% of people said yes. It was one of the few occasions where I just couldn't make my mind up. Mm. Um, I think I'm more no than yes, though. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm a hard no. Yeah, (laughs) only because in reflection, our... Our penal system isn't perfect, and I think if you're going to make a decision like that, it has to be based on a very perfect system that mm. doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, so. There's too much room for error in yeah. that one for me. Yeah, exactly. Perry Swift on Twitter said, There's been far too many examples of people on death row that end up being exonerated for their crimes for the death penalty to be okay. It doesn't appear to deter would-be murderers, and it costs the state a lot of money. Yeah, that was That's my main the argument. Best it costs sum up a lot I've of read. money. Yeah. Well done, Perry Swift. Yeah, Perry Swift it costs a lot of money to. Um, it costs way more. More to than to keep them alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Yeah. Way more. Well, how come? Because there's appeals, uh, the court costs, everything like the high that. High security, the, death row. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I had so no idea. Fight a lot. Jeez. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Hannah, do you want to talk about James's question then? Yeah, so it was, should gene editing of unborn children be allowed? And this one was really divisive. So 43% said yes and 45% said no. And No one's really yeah. making their mind up there. I think, no. I think it's one of those kind of like, okay, yeah, doing it for appearance's sake is a little bit mm, tacky and a bit shallow. <laughs> shallow. Unethical. But if that pays the way for getting rid of diseases, like you were saying, Lucy, yeah. then it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. There are so many strong pros and cons yeah, to that one. To we, don't, we don't know their why. We don't know their whys. Well, Sarah Littleton on Twitter said, if it's for health benefits, then yes. But if it's for things like appearance, it will create a clear divide between the appearance of the rich and poor, therefore creating an even more unequal society, which is the opposite of what you were saying. Yeah, I think that already exists. It's not going to get any worse. And if it pays for curing diseases, then great. So I completely disagree with Sarah. How How will changing your appearance make a clear divide between the rich and poor? Because you can, if being blonde with blue eyes is more popular, people with money that can afford to pay for the treatment will do it to their kids and therefore yeah. there'll be a divide in schools and a divide in appearance, if that makes sense. You can have edited babies and non-edited Edited babies. Bi- oh, okay. <laughs> but so, that already yeah. exists in the sense of that. people that go to school and wear brands and the people that don't, or sure. the people that live on a certain street and the people that don't. So, yeah. yeah. All right, it's time for the first story of the week. It's Hannah's story. So this is a headline from the BBC. It says, Plastic straw ban disadvantages disabled people, says Paralympian. So Josh, these are three things that you need to know. Baroness Tani Gray-Thompson has been outspoken in the wake of UK businesses ditching plastic drinking straws for eco-friendly alternatives such as paper or glass. The UK government has also hinted that an outright ban on plastic straws could be considered in the future. The former Paralympian said she supported green initiatives but said disabled people could be seriously disadvantaged if we can't find a proper alternative. Rosaline Moriarty Simmons, who was born without arms or legs, 
said, The anti-plastic straw debate has enraged me because it has been one-sided. No one has consulted disabled people. A significant number of us rely on the humble plastic straw to be able to drink a glass of water, wine or a cup of coffee. It's a fundamental human right to be able to have a drink and to be able to drink it as and when you need to drink it and to do it independently. So my question to you, Josh, is are environmental issues more important than the needs of disabled people? You've got 20 seconds, Josh. What are your thoughts? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Like 100%. I don't think that there is any... um, Yeah, carry your own straw. Like, I mean, I've got friends who aren't disabled who carry their own straw because they prefer to have their own one than... than She's got no arms and legs. No, but she'll have a helper then who can carry a straw or... You know, it's it's a bit of an inconvenience. But, I mean, it's saving the planet, which has, you know, potential for her kids, potentially, if she has kids or her family's kids and things like that. And that affects the whole future of everything, so... So if in the future the UK government make an outright ban on plastic straws, disabled people will be smuggling in illegal contraband in order to have a drink. But they can still use a, like a metal straw or they a straw They don't bend. That... The point is that they bend. That's sh- how you drink independently. Surely we are clever enough to come up with a straw well, that, is, that, is, that is usable by a disabled person that doesn't use plastic. This is a thing. It doesn't exist yet. So until someone has a... No, it doesn't exist yet. They do exist. Um, Bendy ones? Yes, I just... I found them on Amazon. There's bendy plastic straws, six packs, that come with the straw cleaner. But the thing is, they're plastic. They're still plastic. plastic. No, but they're they're not single-use. And I think it would be single-use plastic straws that would be banned. the the so-called single-use plastic straws, the same as... Aren't single-use. You can wash them. A friend of mine uses them and washes them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I kind of just think you can just not ban them for disabled people as well. Like, why is that? If, if they, that means they can carry them mm. themselves, and that's a thing. Like, you're not going to destroy a planet for you know yeah. a few well, hundred plastic I, straws so a year. Like, I think the question is misleading because I think you can have both. You mm. can like care about environmental issues mm. and really significantly reduce the amount that we use plastic straws. And also accommodate for disabled people. No, I agree. Mm. I think in the question itself, yes, absolutely. I think environmental issues are slightly more important than the needs of an individual. I think you look at the future of a planet that we're destroying and it that's more important than my rights, I believe. So I would also agree that it's more important than a disabled person's rights because I hold them in the same stead as myself. They're not any less capable than me apart from certain things obviously but you know that's that's their affliction and they're used to dealing with that mm-hmm. um they should be treated that doesn't mean they the should deal with it just because they're used to it mm, no but they are dealing with it and they don't have a choice do they so but then if you ban plastic straws and they don't have access to being able to drink independently then... but i agree with you when you're saying that it's the, the question is is at its face value, yes, I do believe mm-hmm. environmental issues are more important, but this seems like such an easy fix to to sort this out that that it can just be sorted, surely? Well, I mean, weren't yeah, you saying you'd hope earlier... So. <laughs> you'd hope so. Weren't you saying earlier that plastic straws were invented for disabled people? Yeah, so this, so this is something that my friend who is disabled and uses plastic straws was telling me about, is that plastic straws were invented for use in hospitals. And I have spent a lot of time in hospitals this year. Mm-hmm. And, oh my goodness, you need bendy plastic straws. Because, like, you, you that physically... They're quick to use, they don't hurt you, they're not going to stab you in the mouth because they're made of metal. Not just that, like... you physically can't move. Like, mm. I couldn't move. And so the idea of, like, having to tilt my head back in order to drink water mm. is impossible so mm. having a cup that i can hold and then i drink out of a straw yeah mm. brilliant so this is used in hospitals 
for patients mm -hmm. who can't like tilt their head back but and it's, drink it's, it's and the then it gets appropriated by mainstream culture to be like oh that would look really good in our milkshake yeah and we then mainstream culture overuses plastic straws mm. our environment is dying yeah and they're like okay let's ban these and then the people who need them are like wait what what about us you mm. just ruined this well, thing surely, for us surely I mean, it's the mass consumption of them in bars and the way yeah. we use yeah. them that's the issue there's a lot of pubs now that just have them behind the bar yeah. and you'll get given your drinks without any and then if you say oh can i get a straw you'll get one yeah, yeah. and i think great i think that's great because that means that disabled people still have access to those spaces yeah they're just not on the bar yeah exactly uh, so like not up for grabs by everyone yeah it must be f so frustrating as well for disabled people to have all of these able-bodied people saying well what, all of these alternatives that they've mm. tried and tested and aren't actually that good well, i think paper be... straws are a bit crap that oh my god my they're terrible i hate paper straws they just yeah you have to drink your drink really quickly yeah so for because well, they, do, they do get more bendy the wetter they get but, oh, they're awful. but, but they're just then they also don't work yeah because with my stoma bag if i drink fizzy drinks it like there's air gets into it and it gets blown up and stuff and mm. so what i do is i will um use the straw to like hit the bottom of the glass so all of the bubbles come up so mm -hmm. i'm drinking a flatter drink when i do that with a with a paper straw yeah it just ruins the straw and i'm oh, like okay no. great yeah. Well, I don't know. I think like, durable. going out for a drink is a luxury Bending. for everyone. I don't. No one deserves the the right to go out for an alcoholic drink or a beverage. That's a luxury for everybody, mm. disabled people included. Um, I think that in hospitals, if it is easier to use a plastic short straw, they should absolutely stay in hospitals. Yeah. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like nurses running around caring for so many people having to worry about what kind of straw they're using does it work in the way they need it to <laughs> yeah, like that's ridiculous. absolutely help people and leave it in hospitals at home can you imagine if we have a plastic straw license oh i just God. think we need to move away from single-use plastic i think we need to focus on or not me personally but somebody needs to focus on creating a straw that really really works well, for I'm disabled just, i'm people. going to point one thing out is that the only person that really needs a straw and this is going against what i think are disabled people if you're able-bodied, why, do you, why do you have a straw? Is a, why the hell do you need a straw? Yeah, I know. So actually, it is a luxury. What I've you got should do is that only disabled people. <laughs> I've got lipstick on. I don't <laughs> want to <laughs> smudge my lips. Sensodyne toothpaste, and that is not a spawn. Taste like someone's farted in your mouth. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to keep straws and we're going to no, ban no, straws no. just for you, just for Leah. <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? I think, I think straws one. are for disabled people, so ban them completely. Don't have paper ones. Able-bodied people, shut up, deal with it, <laughs> drink your drink in the normal way, and then if you're disabled, you can go up to the bar and say, please, could I have a plastic straw and consumption yeah. will be next to nothing. To bring it back to like the environmental issues... There's other instances, like obviously we're trying to reduce the amount of plastic we use and, and rightly so. Mm -hmm. um, everyone saw Blue Planet, <laughs> like, <laughs> like save the oceans, save the whales. Nobody can ignore David Attenborough. Um, did you see that cover co arriving at people's door covered in plastic in certain countries? No. No yeah. way. I think it was Mexico, but don't quote uh, me on that. Oh dear. Um, and there are like other examples, again, of like people having a backlash against disabled people or just not realising that there are certain needs of disabled people. So another one that I saw in the news was about um, pre-peeled oranges and satsumas. And um, I think they would then come wrapped individually in plastic in order to keep that. them safe and everyone freaked out like oh my god how are people so lazy that they can't even bother peeling a thing and then there's just like more plastic and it's like mm, some disabled people like can't peel their own oranges yeah okay, sure um, yeah and things like that yeah. so it's but, it's, but, this, is, yeah. but this is a this is that's a case where 
Absolutely, that makes yeah. sense. It's pre-peeled. It's it's serving a, a, a service. It's wrapped in plastic to keep it. that plastic is doing something. But there's a there's a lot of food packaging that has multiple layers of plastic on it that is for no reason. It's for ease. It's for so you know have have a go at that first yeah. before having a go at the stuff that is helping a yeah a, a disabled population. I think it's not just a problem with environmental issues and it being like the environment versus disabled people or anything like that. But in a lot of um, like social movements and social justice movements, disabled people are the last to be thought about. Mm. So it's like, yeah. okay, let's help women. Okay, let's help LGBTQ plus people. Let's yeah. help black people. And then right at the bottom of the rung is disabled people. Like they just get forgotten about. And I, I think I, I this is just an example of that happening. But do, do you yeah. think people assume that they're being thought about, that they're being considered? Like, is it the public's job to consider disabled people or should that be an automatic thought of the government? when this stuff is happening? I think when this stuff is happening, I think like the government or whoever's like, and whoever's making these laws need to make sure that they're considering every group yeah. and every yeah. person. Like, yeah. And that's why people have kicked up. Well, such I mean, especially yeah. where it's, especially where it's hundred percent, not a choice. Yeah, exactly. Where it's a, it's yeah. something yeah. that's been taken it's away like, from someone. Like, I'm not saying is... that being gay is a choice, but in, in the case of a disabled person, then it definitely wasn't their choice. So, Josh, have, has Hannah sort of swayed you on this one? Um, I think because we broke the question down more, yeah. I think at, at its face value, no, I think environmental issues are more important. But I think the way we're treating it is a bit backwards and we're looking at it wrong. All right, so don't forget to let us know what you think over on our polls on Twitter. Now it's time for the next story. It's my story. So my headline is from The Independent, Burberry burns 28.6 million pounds worth of clothes and cosmetics to protect its brand. Josh, here are the three things that you need to know. In 2017, the luxury British label incinerated the equivalent of 81,000 of its signature scarves in a practice said to be rife among fashion houses. Burberry have said that they dispose of surplus goods to prevent them falling into the hands of counterfeiters. The not-for-profit group Fashion Revolution say it's more of a case of big brands not wanting their products to be sold at slash prices. Destroying stock isn't just done by high-end labels though. Last year, it was reported that a Swedish power plant was burning unwanted H&M clothes instead of coal for the first 11 months of the year. My question to you is, should companies be penalized for destroying usable products? 20 seconds, Josh. Off you go. I just love that there's enough unwanted H&M clothes to power a power plant for 11 months. That's amazing. That's, that's a lot of clothes. I mean, some of them are pretty awful. Um, yes. We use clothing. <laughs> I, I, I think this is kind of, you know, a personal opinion, I suppose. Um, I don't really? Think, it's yeah, a I massive don't, amount of stuff being there. Of course, which I mm. think is a waste. I don't want to waste clothes. Give them away for free. Power a power plant. That's great. Instead of digging into the earth and taking coal out of it. Like, the, the, oh, great options um i don't know if they should be penalized for it though they should be i think asked and told this whole stuff about counterfeiters and all that is absolute poppy tosh though like they only need is one scarf to copy it there's images online like yeah. some people are saying that burberry is scared of it falling into the wrong hands as well the wrong mm. kind of people wearing their clothes i think that's what? more of the issue there wrong kind of people wearing their clothes yeah. basically they don't want chavs wearing their clothes Do you know how yeah. they don't want yeah. chavs or, or terrorists they don't want terrorists walking around in, in they burberry spent, they spent such a lot of money trying to get away from the whole chav culture do you remember yeah, when everyone a wore Burberry, Burberry hat? Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they 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 have failed. I think it's very much still associated. Why not? Say a trench is chavy. I, would, I wouldn't no. touch Burberry with a barge pole. Really? Yeah, it's just quite a chavy image still for me. 
they've kind of they've tried I think to... they did an amazing job at getting their brand back on a yeah. high sort of level but you know then th- there but, is a problem but who's there. to say yeah. what's know, high it's know, just like exactly. this demonization of the working class again yeah, exactly but um they're scared of their products being sold on the gray market which isn't the black market it's where stock is sold at slashed prices so that's give, what they do give it away for free Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, um, but they're burning it. Why is it? Why are they scared? They're going to get at least some money for it. They said they're burning things that have their logo on. But I think mm. you know, dye it black and sell it. Uh, well, hang on. I suppose it does kind of it does devalue the product if it's available elsewhere for cheaper. People will buy it there. That's just our nature, isn't it? If it we devalues can the it, brand as well. It devalues the brand. It devalues the product. Fine. I don't think clothes should cost that much anyway. Yeah, it's an this is what, joke. This High is the kind of story is, where I'm just like. Fuck's sake, capitalism. Yeah, no, absolutely. Am I allowed to swear? Yes. I'm just yeah. like, in, in this yeah. case, definitely. Like, this is just the kind of story where I'm like, I can totally understand why a brand would do this. It but makes sense. It makes greedy, sense. In their greedy because minds. Because yeah. of capitalism. Greed. In, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and wanting to... They don't want anyone poor wearing their clothes, basically. They don't want and to devalue their brand. They don't want to devalue their brand and lose money. Um, the Also, like, the idea of you know, it getting into the wrong hands and people who aren't their ideal customer wearing it means that people who are their ideal customer get put off wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what about brands like Supreme? Supreme that start out with an affordable... um, Did it used to be affordable? Supreme is still... It's not high, 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 high end. It's not that kind of Burberry... They've got a huge queue out of their shop every single day. I've never heard of them. But the way that they they (laughs) make their products really desirable is that they only release a limited amount of them Mm. and you can sign up and it's first come first served yes certain people do get their pick and are more likely Mm. to get it but Mm. it's first come first served and then after they've sold the value shoots up afterwards so they don't actually make the prop they do make profit because they still sell it at a more expensive price range but their products aren't that expensive they are more expensive than your average high street shop but it's after you've bought it that it goes up because the stock sells out so quickly and they have a high turnaround of stock so I really mm. like their 
they're modern that's the interesting yeah. I mean, everybody shouldn't have made all of these no clothes ways. and that's what I was yeah. saying I was just like why don't they just make less clothes then yeah yeah, well, yeah that makes absolutely <laughs> who is their stock manager he or she needs firing yeah. <laughs> or ASAP. does he need penalising because that is the question and mm. I actually well do actually think in a world that you know what I'm going to go against myself because in a world where resources are running really low if you're making so much that this is an issue you mm. should be penalised for that it's your job to manage stock yeah. if you're if we're you remember when fish and chip shops were running out of cod Oh. And everyone went mental because they were like, I want my fish and chips at night. I don't like the other oh, one. Had it. Yeah, do you remember it, it was yeah. people prefer had it to cod or something? They had to start using yeah. cod instead oh, of had and it. whiting. Oh no. Yeah, because we throw away so much fish in an evening. And actually what happened was they got better at their stocks and only cooking a certain amount and keeping it better and ordering less uh. and having a higher turnaround, which creates fresher, you know, food and all this kind mm. of stuff. So actually it's a good so, thing yeah, for maybe everybody. They, maybe they should be penalized so that they learn to do that instead. And also they seem to be motivated by money basically mm-hmm. and so if you are going to be penalized and it's going to be a, like a financial fine mm. then hopefully that would help balance things out maybe yeah, I, think, I think it's so. a bit of a it's a i mean they have said that they work with a specialist company who were able to harness the energy from the burning but that sounds like pr rubbish to me that sounds like crystal magic shit that, that sounds like <laughs> well, honestly, Sounds like high-end fashion <laughs> circle jerking. Like that's, that's ridiculous. Sorry to anyone who's a fan of crystals. Oh, I'm so sorry, oh but it's, oh, that, should, that, should, yeah. that should be another news story. I'll come back on for that episode where we talk about crystals because yeah. Ooh. I think obviously fashion has never really been ethical. It's only just started to like the fashion industry is mm. waking up a bit now, and people are buying stuff that's green and recycle. And people are buying more from charity shops and so on. But, but what about there Tom's? are other brands Tom's that are, did it. Tom's, yeah, buy a pair. Um, buy a pair, send a pair to someone that needs it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are other brands, obviously, who are burning stock or like throwing it away. It's just that because Burberry costs so much, 28.6 million worth of stock is probably just, I don't know. It does how seem much, like a lot it more. It seems like a lot more when, when a Burberry jacket can cost a thousand pounds. Here's a really thought. Bad. If we bring in penalisation for poor stock management, i.e. creating loads and loads of products, that aren't going to be sold. Mm. Do you think it would have a positive effect on, what's the word, on the retail industry? Well, but places like Primark and stuff like that that probably yeah. do waste they'd, so they'd many. They'd probably have to make higher quality products. I yeah. mean, it could go the other way. But this is something that you could then apply across any industry. It's just like, do you get penalised if your company is producing waste? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we're going I back to environmental issues, yeah. like the previous yeah. story where it's like too much plastic around your products that you're selling, mm-hmm. like, you know? yeah. So what do we think? What's everyone's opinions on this? I, I've come full circle. I think absolutely. They, they should, should be, be penalised. Yeah, yeah, big time. But not for destroying usable products, for them being wasted in the first place. For, creating for producing them in the yeah, first place. for producing them in the first place. I mean, it is hard to predict how much you're going to sell. But... Well, I mean, not uh, to a, mar- not to a margin of you, £30 million pounds and 81,000... But if you stuff. sell out, like Supreme, you're going to be in a better position. Exactly. They're more desirable. Make your more. Your board will be saying, we should have made more because we've sold out. But that's just, yeah, well, that's greed. There you go. There you go. It's all greed. greed. It's all greed. Let's just burn capitalism instead. (laughs) I think it's all greed and we're all agreed. Oh, that's (laughs) a wonderful link. All right. Don't forget to let us know what you think on Twitter over on our polls. Now it's time for the next story. It's Leah's story. Okay, Josh. So the headline is from The Guardian. 
DIY 3D printed guns get go ahead after Trump administration strikes court deal. Yes, because we're all bloody focused on a stupid balloon. This is why these things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Carry on. Here are the three things you need to know. From the 1st of August, thanks to the Trump administration, Ooh, bit of sass there. <laughs> a commercially available software blueprint will allow people to make their own guns using ABS, plastic resin, and a 3D printer. Pretty scary. That's very scary. Um, number two, in a statement greeting the news, the Second Amendment Foundation founder and executive vice president, Alan Gottlieb, I think that's how you say his name, said, not only is this a First Amendment victory for free speech, it is also a devastating blow to the gun prohibition lobby. Cheers, Alan. Cheers, state the obvious. Just state the obvious. Yeah. That's all he has to do. And finally, gun control advocates were alarmed. Nick Saplina, managing director <laughs> and of law and policy... Managing Director of Law and Policy at Every Town for Gun Safety said the settlement news was incredibly dangerous and called on the State Department to continue to block the publication of what he described as deadly information. So, Josh, my question is, should the public have the right to 3D print guns at home? All right, Josh, you've got 20 seconds. I mean, I'm sorry, I've been laughing all the way through that story. Like, we're not going to disagree on this one, right? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. something to, like, balance it to make it a little this bit more interesting. This is absolutely absurd. absurd. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can kind of maybe point out is that if you really wanted to get a 3D print, like, blueprint of a gun, you're probably going to find it anyway. Like, it's probably there on the internet somewhere. But don't make it legal. At I least know. have a way to penalise these people and put some fear into them. Like, this is ridiculous. No, it's just so scary. Like, you can just imagine, like, kids thinking, like, oh, 3D printing's so fun. Let's make our own yeah, guns. Yeah, let's make a gun. Or let's go play with Timmy, Tommy and Chucky in the park and, and like, and see what happens. Yeah. Oh, I think the most dangerous thing about this is that it's unregulated. I mean, the gun situation in America is, is you know, not as regulated as it should be mm. but this is just like even more so this, this is just insane it's like it wasn't enough that they can just walk down to Asda Walmart and go to Asda and pick <laughs> up a gun. gun they don't even have to leave their house now but no. the other thing is right 3D printers are expensive not for long though mm, this is true how expensive is a 3D printer uh, three and a half grand a couple couple for a thousand. nice cheap version yeah there you go but what about I've been interested in what this what about people <laughs> not making them correctly what happens if they all backfire well That's that depends on the blueprints about. being correct because all you have to do is just input that data and then the 3D printer does and then the work yeah, for even, fault is even it? on a mass production line yeah. there's faults and that has been true. perfected and honed and like, so, how, how has this happened, guys? I'm really... Like, what, how has where, it got to this How has the world state? got to this I, point? I actually don't think this is like a massive changing point. Well, yes, I do. But people are already sort of allowed to make guns at home. Making guns at home in America is illegal, but there are loopholes. So you can buy 80% finished or unfinished guns. Right. Unfinished receivers, sorry. Put your own touch on it. And you can get around the law. So you just have to drill a hole. I think it's probably more um, complicated than that. Um, Wow. But yeah, so you can, if you're not able to buy a gun for some reason, because you're an ex-corn or something like that, you can find a way of making them still get around the law. Yes. And that, I mean, that was from an article in 2014. So this has been around for a long time. Jeez. <laughs> We're all it's like that. Like, no. We're all like it's over. It's just, over for America. Okay, Siri, print me a gun. 
Like, oh, oh my, my goodness. And, and, and like, I just, I don't, I, 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 I the, really. Okay, I, Josh, <laughs> how many copies? <laughs> the so thing, bad, isn't it? The thing is, is, though, we're coming at this from like a UK perspective. And the question, should the public have the right to 3D print guns at home? You know, so many Americans didn't say, yes, it is that right under the Second Amendment. And that's just something that like, I cannot relate to at all. We can't relate to it. You're right. And that's just something that people in that country believe is a fundamental human right. But but the fundamentals of the Second Amendment in my mind is, is broken. And, you know, they're just arguing this point of it's a Second Amendment right. Yeah, it was made by a person. Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. It's why also are you the, quoting the... this? Like, Jesus came down and, like, said, these are the rules and this is exactly how it's going to be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Because at that time, America was a new country. They'd just yeah. overthrown the British Empire. So it was, yeah, it was about that. It was like, what if we have a government we that just we don't revolt. want? We just had to revolt. We had to revolt and overthrow. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so protection in case we need to do that again. And the idea is that you had um, 13, it was like the 13 colonies. So it was became the first 13 states, states. of America. Yeah. And each state was allowed its own militia. Mm-hmm. And... So there's a lot of debate of whether the Constitution is saying it's an individual rights to bear arms or an individual state to have Mm. to bear like arms as in have its own mini army. You know, you have to admit you're not going to take on the US government with a pistol. No. (laughs) I mean, what I find so amazing is that a country that is so anti-terrorism is basically giving people the right to not be monitored. Be their own terrorist. Yes. Yeah. Be, 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 be your own, own terrorist. Uh, actually, you know? Obviously, they'd yeah, be your own terrorist. Could you imagine? So, in this article, one of the interesting things, because not only was it about like the Second Amendment right, but the First Amendment. So, oh, it doesn't get more American this, but it was a guy called Cody at the University of Texas who, um, <laughs> who I know we're laughing at this person's name, but we're just like it's so American. It's Cody in Texas. Cody. What did Cody have to say? Um, so, Cody was the one that like made this blueprint. Right. Of the gun, and oh no, he's like Doctor Manhattan now. He's like terrified because oh he's created gosh. the nuclear bomb, and yeah. now he's going to be depressed <laughs> and, and made really it publicly sad. available. Well, so apparently, what happened was the the state or someone or whatever governing body in America were like, uh, "You can't release this." And he was like, "No, it's my First Amendment right mm. to be able Jeez. to like create this and put it on the internet." And he won that case, and that's why. Yeah, and that's why it's publicly available. Right. Yeah, right. So another one we all agreed on then. Yeah, I, this yeah. wasn't. Well, I'm really interested to see how the polls do. Yeah, just because the the questions are interestingly worded. Yeah, I think we have quite a UK based audience, so it'd be interesting to see. If any what, of them agree. Yeah, I, I kind of I, let's strive to have zero percent. On, uh, on yes, guys. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> Are you trying to influence polls? Yes, I'm influencing a poll. We want 0% yes, guys. Let's do this. <gasps> now it's time for the quickfire round. Are you ready, Josh? I am ready. The UK has dropped its opposition to the death penalty for two British ISIS fighters convicted under US law. Are the UK government right to drop their opposition? I think they've been listening to our podcast, Lucy. Yes, me too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, a scandal has erupted after mislabeled fake fur was imported to the UK. Should real fur imports be banned? No. What? Obviously, no. yes. Okay, moving on. I'm a maybe. <laughs> Quarter of Brits believe they could commit perfect crime. Oh, wait, after- hang on. No, I am vegan. They shouldn't. <laughs> they should be banned. I was about to say, <laughs> God, God, Lucas, 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 Lucas,
quite funny. Bit of a delayed reaction to that question, guys. Quarter of Brits believe they could commit perfect crime after watching TV detective dramas. I am one of those Brits. <laughs> oh my god, me uh, after Ocean's Eight. I was I, like, give me a bank or something. Yeah. I could totally get away with killing someone. And our positive story of the is this positive? A man has been jailed for bestiality saying that a horse winked at him. Oh no, saying oh that my. sorry, saying that the horse winked at him. That changes everything. <laughs> the what? horse. From which end? Oh Aww. no. Thank you so much, Johanna and Leah, for coming over. Where can we find you? No, where can we find you? <laughs> In this room. Give me your address. At Leah Hats on everything, Instagram, Twitter. At Hannah Witten on everything. Woohoo! Wonderful. Go and find them, guys, on social media, not in real life. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Educating Josh, where there will be polls and content for each of today's topics, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't vote yes. Don't on which Josh. <laughs> we also want you to send in more questions for next week's quick fire round. Please go subscribe, and most importantly, leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. This has been Educating Josh, a Studio 71 production. We'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh. Goodbye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.